Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. Power is a big theme for 2020, a very big one. And as we've said in previous episodes, we are going to be constantly confronting our relationship to power. And what does power mean to us? Because before we can come into a collective of empowered people, we need to assess how do we come into power for ourselves. And what's holding us back. Yes. And what's giving it away. For generations, power has very much been in the hands of the people who govern us. Yes. And the people who lead us morally. Religion. Yes. And money. So those have been the three tent poles of 3D separation of polarity. You gave up your power because you were told what to do. You gave up your power because you were told what to believe. Mm -hmm. And you gave up your power because you were told what you can earn. Yes. And what your financial power was. Those were the three tent poles. And all of a sudden, you know, if you go through our podcast, as we've learned, well, with abundance, we know that you always have enough. Yes. Whatever that needs to be. Yeah. No one else can dictate your abundance. No one else can dictate your beliefs. And now we're starting to look at, well, who's dictating how you actually live your life on a human level as well? Yeah. As we were discussing in the last episode, and we've really been discussing in this whole season, it's really about taking responsibility for yourself, giving yourself the space to listen to your emotions, to listen to your feelings, to follow your own truth, and to create a world that's based on that for yourself. And to feel empowered enough to address your needs. Whilst also bearing in mind that other people might be doing it differently, and that's okay. Yeah. And that's very different from the kind of 3D polarity that we've been living in for so long, where there was a set of rules. If you came out of those rules, you were bad. You were wrong. You would lose love. You would be judged. You would be shamed. We were controlled and we were scared as a result of that. Very much. And so we became enslaved to these systems. Yes. The financial one, the religious one, and the governmental one. Yes. And now we're starting to break out of that. Yes. But what's interesting is that even though major societies are still operating within those hierarchies, we are watching them slightly crumble. More than slightly crumble. Oh, yeah, a lot crumble. Yes. But they can't come undone in one go. In that vacuum, mm-hmm. what's happening is that other people who have their own bodies of work, knowledge. These people are kind of coming up as influences on social media. The devotion's shifted yes. to, whilst I don't believe in going to church, I do believe that Mercury's in retrograde, so I'm not going to send that email. Effectively, people are still being ruled by fear and shame, which were really the two of the most effective methods in which people were controlled in 3D separation. And how we controlled ourselves. Yes. And how we controlled other people. As this is all crumbling... We're noticing that a big part of that crumble is people trying to take back their power. So yes. you see the hashtag movements. They they surfaced really powerfully. A tiny didn't they? spark, and it just kind of blew just up. The floodgates opened. Yeah, because I think a lot of people yeah. on a personal level were thinking this isn't good enough. This isn't okay. Yeah. I am being kept small and I don't want to be. Whether it is I don't want this guy grabbing my ass and think it's okay. Right. Or whether it is I want control over my own body. Yeah. Or I want control over my own vote. And the reason why it surfaced so quickly, as in it was just a massive rush of energy, was because it wasn't just 
sort of institutionalized misogyny that people were reacting to. It was lifetimes and lifetimes of it. I remember thinking, watching some of these women coming out and saying these things and really Mm -hmm. owning their truths, despite the backlash, because being a victim, owning your pain is seen as weak because we don't want to be in pain in the first place. By admitting you're in pain at all, people don't want to be around you. Well, because they don't want to have to confront their own pain. No, they're repulsed by their own pain, by their own shadow. In seeing someone else own theirs it's it's uncomfortable for them because it almost feels like now i have to do mine now i prefer not to i'm different to you i don't have the problems you have i'm fine to me it was really just about giving space and room for that massive amount of pain that collective if yes. you will so many voices are saying the same thing yes it becomes a lot less of a stigma yes. to say it to yeah and so you're getting that release that public release that you've been searching for right. but at the same time it's without the shame that's attached to it in the same way because actually we're always safer as part of a collective we always feel better when other people are like us we derive a lot of power when we find that we are in a collective the point is to take us out of our victimhood when we find that there are others who have suffered but then what often happens is that the leadership can sometimes then because they're not healed they're just a voice they were merely a channel to say yes this hurt me And then other people followed. But what happens when leaders and leadership is not healed in their story, then they start to take the power. Part of the reason why I stopped working in in that field, it stopped being very quickly about we are existing to help people. And it started becoming we exist to prove that we are the best at helping people. Yes. (laughs) We don't get to heal our karma through someone else. Never. And through someone else's experience. Unfortunately. Only when it's highlighted yeah can we really see it for what it is can we embrace it because that's the only way to heal and become whole is to find that missing piece and get it back and then hold it with compassion if you are not healed in yourself if you have not found wholeness or peace with your issue you're not going to help others no you're just going to bring them on your healing journey instead if anything and yeah. then that just also stirs up the anger it's like smoking this is a really good example because there's two different types of ex-smokers mm-hmm. there are the ex-smokers who quit and haven't accepted the reason why they smoked in the first place so they haven't actually had peace with it mm-hmm. so when they watch other people smoke they judge them for it yeah. and they shame them for it yeah. And then you have the other ex-smokers who understood it was going through a hard time or they weren't ready yet or mm-hmm. it just the way it was. So when they see someone else smoke, they say, you know, I did smoke before too. I'd love you to quit, but I know that you'll only get there in your own time and I'm here to support you as you need. Yeah. One has compassion mm-hmm. and one has judgment and shame. Yes. One is a 5D approach and one is a 3D approach. Mm-hmm. Unless we're able to have people who are able to go, I feel your pain. Yes. I've managed to transcend it. Mm-hmm. But I give you the space to feel it until you can also transcend it too. Completely. Then all you're actually doing is perpetuating the judgment and shame that we had in the original institutions. Yes. When you're in this space mm-hmm. where you have owned what's happened to you, you are compassionate to mm-hmm. what's happened to you. Yeah. And then you can see other people going through it. And you know the only thing you can do, because as you said with karma, no one else can help you get rid of your karma. No. Overcome your karma. So sorry about that, everyone. It really sucks. <laughs> but what they can do is they can empower you to do so. Yes. The only way someone can do that is if they give you the space and the compassion yes. and the support in which to do that. And the only way they can do that is if it's healed in themselves first. Completely. And they have found their own power with it. Yes. 
And that is why true power empowers. And that then has this beautiful multiplier effect to it. Because actually what we're all doing is we're empowering each other to just be connected to ourselves. Yes. And that's where true power lies. And I have to say, as a parent, one of the most effective ways to really transform the world is to empower your children as early as possible. And that is really one of the most challenging things you can do. For me, from the time my children were born, I was lost. I wanted somebody to tell me what to do. And there's so many different books and stories and anecdotes, and you're always keenly listening. And none of it worked. I was still miserable. My kids were fine, but I was unhappy because I wasn't following my truth because I was thinking I wasn't good enough. That is where the I am not good enough comes from. Yeah. It's really as simple as I am not good enough to listen to myself. Right. If you are silencing your truth, silencing your connection to yourself, silencing your power, what you're also doing is becoming powerless in creating your reality. When you make a decision going, this is in my power, mm -hmm. I choose me first. I choose my sanity. Yeah. I choose what is good enough for me, mm -hmm. what you find is that that's the only thing you're putting out there. Then there's only one vibe going out there. <laughs> and that vibe is step up. Yeah, I matter. I matter. And because I matter, you will then see I matter too. Mm -hmm. I think true empowerment is allowing yourself yes. to follow a feeling and see where it leads. Yes. For so long, we have been told our feelings are going to get us into trouble. Yeah. And there are certain times in our lives that we have to do certain things. Mm -hmm. Our internal clock knowing when something feels right to us, knowing what that even feels like at all, and knowing that that is actually the only barometer we need, not the only thing we should be silencing, it's all been taken away from us. So mm -hmm. we are looking everywhere yes. for someone else to tell us where to go and what to do. And there are these, you know, snippets and pockets of little messages and all these big ones mm -hmm. that are saying, you do you. Christine. And I think that's why spiritual influencers have really taken off because there is a bit of truth and that's what speaks to people. Once you are able to trust yourself, mm -hmm. have faith in yourself, know what love feels like, mm -hmm. even if it's just moments, yeah. that's literally your Duracell battery. Mm. That's what's going to propel you forward. Yeah. So it is your power. And it's not power in the sense of I have power over you or I have power over myself. Yeah, it's that's not real power. I am connected yeah. to who I am. And in that connection, mm -hmm. everything is possible. As we really move more into 5D mm. and all those barriers and all the rules around morality and what's right and what's wrong, as we start to see more of that lift off. And it's it's interesting. My parents were like, you know, we really we just see a world where there are no value systems. It's true. Our value systems are broken because we need to develop new ones. So it's not as if we are going to be a world without values, but we have to have them come from within. In the next two years, as we really are seeing more of these tent poles crumble, the more the stuff kind of gets flung up in our faces. It's not even 3D that we're going to be forced to confront. It's just the echoes and the scraps of 3D that just come up. And how do we transmute that stuff? Is it ours really to deal with? It's not. It's just old stuff. So we need to be a lot more discerning about what we decide is worth our time. What cause do we really want to be out there fighting? What issue are we going to make our own? And is it really just because that issue is reflective of unhealed pain? Well, if that's the case, then we need to look inside and not make some political or social issue fight our fight, because that's just masking and distracting us from our own pain. 
the way around getting sucked into it is really just paying attention to what we're confronting and what we're seeing on a daily basis. If you want to pay attention to it, but see that it's not you. It's not who you are. And if it's really affected you, it's because it's reflecting something unhealed in you. Very much. Nothing that really plays out beyond our immediate reality Mm -hmm. is going to affect us. No. Because all the things that we're seeing, whether it be to do with future finances, Mm -hmm. greed, money, future political systems, our current political systems, our current like government stuff and religion as it stands today. Yes are just ways in which we're still trying to be controlled. Mm -hmm. So what really only matters is, how am I feeling? What's it telling me? What are my immediate relationships and interactions telling me? Mm -hmm. Because they're not ever going to tell you something about someone else. No, I mean, really, it's about what requires my immediate attention. And it can be as simple as, why am I not able Mm -hmm. to give them the space to find out who they are on their own? Mm -hmm. Why am I attaching so much to an outcome why am i scared of the connection i have with myself and what rules am i still listening to that aren't for my highest good absolutely because ultimately media is a mirror to our fear you know what's sucking our power and our attention is media right now if you really (laughs) want to help change the world the quickest (laughs) and most effective way to do that is heal yourself Because the more people that heal themselves, Mm -hmm. the more our world will be fundamentally different. And the more we can rebuild a world that is healed, that is not constantly reflecting our fear, our pain, our shame, our judgment, and our disappointment back at us. Mm -hmm. We won't need a world in which we need to control other people. Mm -hmm. We will be able to just be with each other Mm -hmm. and give each other the space and love and trust and hope and compassion to create this new world. So the best thing you can do if you really want to change the world is look at yourself. And once you've done that, help other people look at themselves too. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.